0: On this episode of the AIE Podcast.
1: What is everyone playing?
0: Pets are on sale.
1: AIE in SWOTOR celebrates its trilogy anniversary.
0: Eve is moving.
1: And Radozado is here to talk to us about AIE in the secret world.
0: All that and more coming up right now.
2: Bringing you the latest news from the A.I.E. gaming community
1: from planet Earth and beyond. This
2: is the A.I.E.
1: podcast.
0: Welcome to episode 220 of the podcast celebrating the Alia aokta gaming community. This is McCalla. Right over there is Ted Sammy. Ted Sammy, really, I can pronounce my own husband's name.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the world of Garrison Craft, where your followers play the game better than you do.
0: Or at least more often. And the always awesome alluder is off digging in the dirt for more pets tonight. First of all, we want to apologize for the sporadic pod- podcast the last few weeks. This time of the year makes it hard to record, or evidently post the normal show. Both the last shows are now up on the feed. And thanks so much to Has and Hans for stepping in last week. That's all in the past, though. This week, we're... St- Joined by our very special guest, Rado Zato, who's here to talk to us about AIE in the secret world. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, how, you know, it's been a pretty crazy week or so. How, uh, Ted, how's your week been?
1: Uh, it's been good, mostly focused on uh, Garrison Craft, I mean, World of Warcraft. Uh, I did get a second tune to 100 just to do it because I you know, like tank characters so I leveled my DK up and he's ready for heroics which not that we're going to get into this but <sighs> Blizzard why are heroics harder than LFR it's crazy um, but that's about it other than enjoying the holiday stuff
0: awesome and I know Rada, we kind of had some pre-show chatting about um, D&D and such but how's, how's your week been going
3: uh, pretty good. In particular, we had a interesting exercise of just how quickly my work can adapt to. Oh, two key people were sick, so it's mm. like, oh crap, we need to scramble to get some people, and we managed to pull it off. <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah. Sometimes when you, when your office revolves around one or two people, something happens, you're kind of screwed.
3: Yeah. Awesome. I mean, well, when everything works, hmm? it totally works. But when it, it does, totally it's like,
0: works. oh! No. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, most definitely. All right. So we're going to be digging into the secret world just in just a few minutes. But first, we have this week's news.
2: A I E News. Did
1: you get an? Xbox or a PS4 for the holidays? If so, there are threads in the AIE community sections of the forums listing IDs. Also, there are lots of similar games ongoing or starting up all the time. See the Imperium Ludi section of the forums, go to the forums, for more details. I'm sure with all the games received over the holidays, um, oops, sorry, uh, you can also follow the AIE Nomads on Twitter or check out the forums at uh, – there's a forum link in the show notes – for all the information. I'm sure with all the games that they received over the holidays, they'll be picking up their roaming ways after the new year. Shimmeridge has started a great thread on the forums just asking, are you okay? A lot of us have problems, especially this time of year, and it's nice to have a place just to vent, talk, give, and get virtual hugs, etc. And just for fun, Snaff wants to know what you got for Christmas. Reading the thread, it looks like a lot of AIE was indulged in some great geeky holiday gifts. So, guys, what did you enjoy most this season?
0: Awesome. And in pet news... Blizzard is celebrating Winter Veil by offering holiday savings of 50% off on select World of Warcraft mounts and pets. Through January 5th, 2015, take advantage of some great deals in the Battle.net pet shop. And the best thing? All of these pets and mounts are fully giftable. And did someone go out of your way to help you in game? Did they make your day by queuing with you just one more time in, a, in an LFR? Don't forget to thank a guildmate thread. And also, the AIA officers in all of the games are looking for new guild, guildies of the month. They can be reached, or nominations can be sent to gotm at we want We try to announce are all-stars the first of every month. and This is not limited to WoW. We want to hear about great guildies in all of the games AIE plays. Also, do you want to try raiding but you're afraid to start? Has your old team expanded? Many new raid streams are forming and existing ones are looking for new players. Take a look in the uh, team recruitment section of the forums to find out how you can... uh, I lost my place. How you can uh, raid with your AIE members today.
1: And in Lord of the Rings Online, for the Hobbitses and other citizens of Middle-earth, Dux has been kind enough to deposit a bunch of rep items in the Men of Bree and the Mathorn Society into the house chest. In Star Wars Online, AIE had its third year, i.e. its trilogy anniversary celebration, with a world boss hunt. And holiday music. Rumor has it there were presents as well. Did you know that at AIE SEMA and at Max Zagreia on Twitter have their own podcast for SWOTOR? Take a look, take a listen uh, on iTunes or look in the newoverlords.com uh, slash category slash listen. S- look for the SWOTOR escape podcast. It's going on 70 episodes strong.
0: I know we did have beef on a few weeks ago to talk about Steam sales, but just a reminder, Star Trek Online is still on sale during the Steam Winter Sale. Starter packs are 50% off, and the Delta Rising Operation pack is 20% off. Also, in Final Fantasy, our FS house now has a starlight tree out front, and it is lovely.
1: Yep, Jasmine has a picture of it on the forums. Please go take a look and enjoy. And in EVE Online... A lot of the information from Eve comes from this from the Slack group. If you play Eve and are in AIE, make sure you sign up for this great service and app. If you've not heard from Slack already, AIEU will be tax free for the holiday week until January second, twenty fifteen. Get your tax free writing in while you can. The tax rate will be raised come two thousand fifteen. Also effective immediately, AIEU's jump freighter ranges and closely screw are jump freighter ranges are being closely scrutinized. Hoots made the decision to move our home base from QETZ-W to GJ0-OJ for a couple of reasons. Chiefly we'll be able to bump up activity in the region and give Brave and Hero eyes on any potential encroachment fleets from teneriffs. Additionally, it'll put us closer via the jump bridge to our Brave staging in GE-8JV. And with that, let's get back to Red zero and find out what's going on in the secret world, Redacted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, quite a bit has happened recently. Um, the biggest thing that happened was Issue 10 got released uh, in the game. And that's for those pretty much at home waiting to see, uh, you know, who've been waiting around for stuff to, for new content, it's pretty much the other half of the Kaiden map. Um, pretty much where we left off was we were help we, we help a whole bunch of various individuals who are in the, the northern half of the Kaiden map, and then everything kind of stops after you reach... Um, uh, Harumi at her uh, apart- at the apartment complex where she and her brother are holed up and pretty much from there it's like you're waiting to see you know how you can follow uh, the rabbit masked assassin um, across the wall um, a hole has been breached well a couple holes have been breached in the wall now and now we can see the southern area and a lot of new mechanics are introduced that solely exist on that side of the map, though you can still you know, have the, the new mechanics active in other areas and try to get used to some of those things since there will be mechanics for dungeons and raids that are going to be introduced later on when we get to the second map of, uh, of Japan. Uh, the biggest thing that got added in was we got our first expansion to the Aegis system. Um, for s- people who are watching on the video stream, um, there's a new thing that got added to on our our character bar, um, when you f- when you do the ma- the mission that unlocks it, it gets added on there. And pretty much when you're in parties, you can see people who have either completed it or who have the item equipped that generates this new thing. But in Kaiden, all the monsters there had a Aegis shield that was either one of three things: either demonic, psionic, or technological. And so you got these controllers that you that you tied to your weapons uh, that pretty much you could do damage to those shields. Unless you had the correct type of damage to the correct shield, you couldn't do any damage whatsoever uh, to the monster uh, w- while you're attacking them. Well, now the characters get shields. However, our shields are kind of reverse and a bit weaker, but they are a, uh, a form of mitigation now, at least against the specific things. But effectively, it's... For a while now, all the monsters in Kaiden have been doing um, normal damage plus a special type of damage. It's just that we've not been able to do much against it. Plus, everything in the northern half doesn't do a lot of that special damage. So that it's not as punishing. The southern half, however, they do a lot more of this special damage. So it's kind of the you know having these shields helps, but pretty much what it is is whatever um, that special damage is, they'll have an indicator on the monster that lets you know what which of the three damage types they do, so that you can have a shield that matches that. And pretty much it's the additional damage they do gets soaked up by a separate shield health track, and then their normal damage goes to your normal health until your shield's depleted. However, one nice thing, at least for healers, is as long as your weapon type is the same as the shield type of the person you're healing you can replenish that shield so that it can you know you can keep both health tracks up as high as possible um, can you can you equip
1: I know some some healers or some some characters can equip more than one weapon can you do a shield type on each or is it you have to pick a specific one and that's it well
3: the central shield, and again, for the people watching the video, you I'll, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about as I've I've got this up on the screen. But um, for your weapon, that your weapon ages, you get a pick on what's on your left equipped weapon, at least in relation to your normal gear equipment. So, like for example, in the example, you know, for what I'm showing here is I have a blood focus as my left weapon and a assault rifle for my right weapon. When I go to my Aegis Equip section, so whatever's on the left-hand side, this applies to whatever weapons in the left hand from the previous page. Whatever's on the right-hand side applies to the right-hand weapon. And there's some enemies that will have two shields you need to wear down, and so having different kinds of energies or being able to swap between the different uh, damage types makes it so that you can burn down those shields faster, so you can just do normal damage like any other normal thing you fought beforehand. Gotcha. Um, the new addition is the, uh, towards the top, which is the, the, the Aegis Protection. And that also, you have two ways to swap that. You can either um, bring up your inventory, find your alternate ones, and just equip it straight across. Or uh, the handy way that they tell you is that you can just click on the icon of which shield you have active, choose which of the other two that's lit up that's not active, and it will do the swapping that way. Um, So far, there are no additional um, Aegis Protector items, so it's pretty much, it's it's very simple where it's like, okay, it's just these three. Mainly, and it's kind of nice because those three kind of only, you know, they only do their own core focus thing. Um, Everything else kind of, you know, there's, there's no extra bonus. Whereas the weapons, they actually have special effects where like, okay, when you break the shield, you can stun them, or when you break the shield, it heals you. And things like that very nice, but then you also have enhancers, which is like you know little tweaks you can have that happen to either side, either the weapon agises or the the shield generator okay,
1: got it cool so it's it's definitely a I don't want to say a mini game but it's definitely you have to know kind of what you're doing when you go into the area so that you don't don't get slaughtered immediately
2: mm-hmm
3: um, some other things that got uh, added is um, a lot of new NPCs. Um, unlike the earlier section of Kaiden, they didn't really go into hey, who's these? here's all these people we're going to preview. They kind of just sprung a lot of them on us. But like the first person you interact with, and he's... Like, as soon as you cross over the wall, um, you follow a trail of that person on the trail of the rabbit-headed killer. Um... That per uh that person's a, he's a private investigator, and he happens to be dressed up at, in like a bunny costume because evidently he was at another location he just swiped an outfit over there um, you so see, you
1: he, are saying rabbit rabbit, not rabid.
3: yeah, rabbit
0: so like basically, gotcha. so basically you're going down the rabbit hole,
3: right, quite a bit, yes,
0: more so than normal with this game. <laughs>
3: Um, let's see, uh, after you, um, interact with him and, you he, he reveals, you know, hey, I'm looking for this rabbit, and he says you should go look off for some things, he also has, like, a normal action mission, and this is the one that lets you finally get the shield, which, for people who unlock this content, you really need to just start that mission and complete it immediately, because your survival jumps up a lot when you have it. But it gives That's you a... Reason. It gives you some uh, a quick intro of like, you know, here's the three new regions. Because they approach the southern end is divided up into like three core regions where the train is a lot of tech, st- tech shielded stuff, um, the apartment complexes is a whole bunch of psionic stuff, and then the uh, shipping warehouses is a lot of demonic stuff. Um, it's not exclusive, but that's like. You know have you know you know roughly what to expect for the most part, unless like a rare monster is roaming about
1: is is that because you always find demons in a box? is that why they're in the warehouse
3: mm, maybe, but like the story behind the those particular ones is there's a lot of weird mutations for the demonic ones like it's they've grabbed it's they imply that they grabbed filth infected things from other areas exposed them to something else and have something even crazier come out of them so it's, it, there's, a, there's actually a new monster model in that area and they're kind of interesting to fight against it's pretty much the ape model cool gotcha. and when they herald it in they, they Full on, like the this NPC you're following, you know, heralds in their appearance with, you know, unhand me, you damn dirty ape, and it's like, <laughs> oh, so yeah, perfect,
0: like they not so there. We
3: watched Planet of the Apes.
0: <laughs> awesome.
3: But um, they've added some new. They've reused one a couple of the models that you see in, like, the Transylvania area, but put a new spin on them, at least things from the Shadowy Forest, which I kind of wholeheartedly believe it's, like, they took things from the Shadowy Forest, you know, in the game storyline, exposed those to stuff, and now those things are mutated. That makes but, like, perfect there's, sense. There's, a, there's one monster where it um, throws little podlings around, and they start to slowly grow. And if you let them, it spawns more ads, and it will—the main one will keep doing that until you can either kill it or you know control all of them and then deal with it. So it's kind of a a race of either burn the one thing down if you have the gear to do so, or learn how to swap target or have AoE ability so you can burn down the pods before they hatch or be able to burn down what hatches because you had to leave it alone. So, some interesting tactics there. Another interesting thing is a lot of the quest rewards here, um, they give you these keys to certain uh, warehouse storage lockers. uh, Like, you know, like what you'd see like on a shipping crate, and pretty much you can open those keys and it will spawn a random um, monster that, you know, looks like some of the other monsters you've found previous in the game, so like Reapers and um, Zombie Hulks and things like that. But they have like the dual Aegis a- a- system. So you pretty much get to go, like, hey, let's do some, at least for now, pinnacle content with all the new mechanics. But they drop some interesting rewards. Like, a lot of them will drop um, bombs that help you um, defeat a particular uh, shield type rather quickly without actually having to change what your um, Aegis damage type is. So you can just, like, okay, use this consumable while still staying in one thing because that's what you're going to use to burn the second shield. Perfect. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, another interesting part of the storyline, um, you get to learn a lot more of what the Morning Light, who's been a ever-present faction um, who's been doing a lot of weird, crazy, out-there cult uh, called the Fear Nothing Foundation. Mm-hmm and it's pretty much you get to see the the horrible nightmarish merging of the two and these two massive set piece fights where the first one is against like this preacher and through the whole fight he's sitting there you know quoting weird twisted filth scripture well filth inspired scripture and then the later set piece battle in the same room, you get to fight this massive filth monster that you've got to drop columns around so that you have places to stand as the room's getting filled with filth.
0: Now, is this a uh, multi-person um, scenario, battle, or is this one that you solo? How does that work with this, with TSW?
3: Um, for the... the... This the this particular mission. Well, the majority of these missions, except for one of them, they are all multiplayer stuff. So you could Mm -hmm. have like, if you play as like a tank, and you got a buddy who's a healer, and another buddy who's a DPS, you could like three man this stuff and just be super efficient with you know being able to control all the monsters, keep everyone alive, and burn them down. Mm -hmm. Um, They are all soloable as well, so you know you can just do a normal soloing build. But, you know, you can run around with your buddies. The Lone Exception is the final mission. It forces you to be solo just because of the nature of what happens story-wise in it. Oh, cool. But, you know, it's like it would be nice if you could have multiple people, but due to just what exactly happens, they kind of can't. Right. So, but, but it's... You know, it, it's it's fine enough that and like you don't need other people to do it. Especially since a lot of really weird and out there things are happening.
0: Great. Yep. I you, I would ask you what that final mission is, but I know it's rejected. So
3: Yeah, it's and it's kind of like a massive reveal aside from at when you're done with the whole thing, they kind of hint at, okay, when issue eleven comes out and it opens the next map where you get to go to Orochi Tower. Mm -hmm. Like, we know what the heralding event will look like so that we can go out there.
1: Gotcha. So Here's a question. For people coming back to the game or people wanting to start the game, what's the easiest way to come up to speed with where they're at? Is it just to jump in and start playing the storyline and it will take you through the story or are there Good sites off the secret world website to read up with where you are in the game
3: well the the easiest way to you know dive back in and, and catch up with what's happening especially if you've been away for a while because again this is a buy to play game, so like you, you can come back to play this without having a subscription to play whatever content you've bought you know stays mm-hmm. with you. Um, right,
1: because I forgot you. It releases an episode, so if you buy the original game, you essentially have the original story as it was introduced, and then. I, I, but I think the new the the current buy the game goes up. How
3: many issues? Um, the current core game goes up to I think issue two, I believe is what it is. It's two or mm-hmm. three, but it's I think it's the vanishing of Tyler Freeborn, I think. I'm Not 100 sure, okay. but like it, it the like storyline wise, it takes you through the end of um. Oh, I just had the name of the zone before. It's like it's the th- the third and final zone in Transylvania. It takes you all right. the way through that. But like, if you've okay. lost track of like, okay, what was I doing? Um, on right. your uh, uh, quest tracker, which is traditionally, and I, I emphasize this because a new update com, came come, came in that changes this, but normally just off to the right-hand side you can have so many different missions um, assigned to your character. So like your... Um, your topmost is whatever you're currently tracking, but after that you have the story mission. This can only be filled with the active actual story. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives you a here's what you're currently doing, here's where you can go. And this story mission weaves you around the you know all the different maps so you can go pick up all the other side missions going on so you can you know experience all the extra storytelling that's happening. Um, after that, Calculate. you have a dungeon or raid mission, but it's the same thing. You're going to instanced content. Uh, then right. you'll have a main mission, which is all the extra things. And this, the main mission can either be a red action mission, a yellow in, uh,
2: uh, sabotage
3: mission, which oh, is sabotage. like you're playing Metal Gear Solid where you're trying to sneak around and avoid right. things. And then there's the, um, the green investigation missions, which is the, the signature thing of Secret World where it's like, okay, here's a puzzle. you got to collect and work all these clues together and and figure it all out because they're not going to just point go here. And the closest you'll get is like, here's the rough area, but you've got to find a small detail within that area
1: go read this gravestone and then that'll lead you to where the actual item that you need to get is because Mm -hmm. you'll find out that the gravestone was so-and-so's house and that house is over here and in that house in the chest is what you actually need to go get yeah that that was my that was what I really enjoyed about Secret World and realize this is the internet so everything's spoiled online so if you want to walk through you can get it online, probably with video in explicit detail. But that was the f- that was the fun part. I think we had yeah. with when we, we were playing it because we were duoing it together. Um,
0: the puzzles was were
1: amazing. Was the yeah the 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 whole storytelling part of it, the investigation part.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, and. Uh... But another thing, like as you mentioned, and you can go online. Like the game has an in-game browser. You just hit your B button, and it's like you know it takes you to a a custom Google search that's kind of got like a Secret Worldish splash page. And it's a you know the search field is you know Google, and then you could have a you know you can click the thing of hey I want to search Secret World, so it kind of hides spoiler sites from mm-hmm. you if you know so you can try and keep it as in game and as immersive as possible if you want. But, you know, you know, there are those things on, on there for, like, you know, here's here's your spoiler tracks and here's how to find all that. So, but, you know, that, that's how the investigation cool. mission is. But then you also have three actual side missions, which are, like, items you pick up along the way. That's, like, most MMOs where you go to a hub and you pick up a whole bunch of quests, the side missions are the closest to that, like, at least with how Secret World works, where it's, like, okay, you find these things either while you're doing a main mission, so you pick up this thing along the way, and as you're doing some other main mission, or it's, here's these three things by someone. You do those missions while you're doing a mission, you know, that they they give out to you.
0: Now, question for you. Um, I know we, we said the base game, the buy-to-play game, the base game is issues one and two. How much generally is each issue after that?
3: Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, each of them has been about ten-ish dollars. mm um, a bit less if you, because sub- you can they give various um, number discounts based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, like from what I recall, I believe each- been about ten dollars. The side stories um, DLCs that they've offered up, where it's nothing but like a whole bunch of supplemental things, I believe those ones tend to be like five dollar additions. Makes perfect sense. So it's, you know like they're not as expansive as the full big old DLCs, right. but you know it.
0: And does um Steam have anything special going on with Secret World for the holidays and their um, huge scary Winter's Tale?
3: Oh uh, yeah, there there is, and pretty much like you know like all the you know with any game you know any uh uh storefront like uh, Green Man Games and Steam and things like that they, they're always having sales but like you know of course it's the winter sale with steam so they're doing like big old stuff there uh they're currently they're i think they're selling all of their different bundles at quite a bit of discount so like you can get your base game at like you know a nice easy discount so, you where know, you're not paying much and then that pretty much is like, normally the game is like $30 you know, for just the base game, but you mm-hmm. know they've got a, a nice big discount there, which I'd say for the, if you're a person on a budget, that's like your best entry level way to get into the game. Like even, yeah. for example, like I have a brother who's like, I don't have, you know, he's like, I don't got a lot of time to, you know, to play you know i'd like something that i don't have to you know keep subscribing it's like this it, you know buying during like one of these sales is kind of the more ideal person for someone on a budget or someone who doesn't have a lot of time it's like i'm interested but i don't want to throw down and then have like some buyers remorse sure.
0: you know? right. granted
3: this is a good game i love oh, yeah. it. but you know again different people have different priorities and situations but like you know base game you know quite cheap um you yeah. should look at
1: No, I was going to say, and then you can get, like, the DLC because I know, um, like, right now on Steam, if you get the Buy Secret World Massive Edition, it's all the way up through Issue 7 with the the base game, and it's 25% off. And I think it was right around $30 or something, which is half the price of what you'd pay for a single-player premium A game right now. Right. Mm I
0: mean, you can't even pick up – yeah, that's – Yeah, you can't pick up a Wii U game for less than that. Oh yeah. As as we well know from having a 12 year old. And
3: she should know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But um, like for example, the massive edition is like if you're like so so, like have a whole bunch of content because you are gonna rip through it. That. Mm -hmm. Yeah of the Tokyo stuff is I believe that's issues eight nine and ten now
0: mm-hmm.
3: I believe <clears throat> but it, it's okay. quite it's quite a bit but you know you can get you can get those if you are getting if you do buy it through steam any further purchases in the game it's they they pull it from your steam wallet so like steams still getting their cut you know?
1: but oh, it's like yeah. you
3: know but you know you're still playing the game and enjoying it. But like the massive edition yes. is like a steal like normally without a, without a sale, it's a steal for the content that's being provided. Oh, this yeah. sale is like 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 again, if you're like way wanting to get into this game and have a whole bunch of content just waiting there with no waiting around, it's like this is a good bundle to grab.
0: Well, especially since yeah. you know people are off for the holidays, um, colleges aren't in session right now, so yeah, if you know you're just gonna sit there and chain pool games, go for it.
3: Oh yeah, but um, so you know, the, these these are a lot of the the neat things you can you can grab for for those sales, and they're they're really nice and you know and helpful for all that. But another big thing that you really want, like if you know that also. You know, nicely coincides with the you know the timing of these sales is right now. Secret World has their version of their Christmas event.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, the last two years, they have pretty much held the ongoing tradition of Secret World does not do your normal um, Christmas event. Like we're not going to have our you know here's all our presents under the tree and all on all that stuff. It's like no, something weird and crazy goes on. Well, so it's Secret World, th- it has to. Yeah, it's like these are other things going on, and they're always fascinating. So, like, the first year, the 2012 Mayan calendar ending thing was going on. So it was the end-of-days event, and Mayan zombies were rising up, and Mm -hmm. you could fight, like, this big thing out in Zabalba, like this big, massive Mayan zombie. Um, The following year, it's like, okay, you know, we can't really do the the Mayan thing because obviously it wasn't the end (laughs) of the world. It didn't
0: work, yeah. Well, Well, aside from
3: that, but, you know... The, the calendar didn't factor in leap years and so the the, the expiration time for that happened years before years so ago, right so it's like yeah it, it, it's even doubly didn't happen right but, so it's like okay you know what what's the world gonna do this year well well, well that year so last year it was Krampus now Got it. now um like last year i I was on here discussing who the Krampus is but he's pretty much like a
0: evil Santa Claus some,
3: Kind of. He's, like, a counterpart, or he he teams up with Santa Claus, whereas, Mm -hmm. like, you know, St. Nicholas goes out there and gives toys Mm -hmm. later on in the month. Earlier in the month, Krampus goes around and rounds up all the the kids who've been bad all year, rounds them up, takes them to his horrible lair, and, you know, whips and beats them and punishes them because they're bad. Right. And so, like, there is, like, a holiday that's... Practiced in a lot of like Middle Europe, you know, for Krampus knocked. So they introduced the Krampus, and traditionally his his mother was Hell. So you get to ah. fight. Um, uh, one Krampus. L,
0: not two, right?
3: Yes, one L. So the like, Norse Hell, no, yes. Like like Norse go- yep. um deity. The Norse goddess. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you can do Battle with Hell in two different variations. There's, like, a massive raid version that's an open world where it's, like, anyone who can just get in there can go fight her. Or there's the private dungeon one where it's, like, okay, you you round up your five-man party and you do a rather a very, very complicated version of the fight. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, the, the raid one is more of a do some survival tactics but just, like, pank and spank and burn. hmm Whereas the the dungeon version is like, okay, we got this mechanic. Okay, we got to watch for this, and oh, here's all this, and oh, here's a wipe. Mm-hmm. But and so so that's what's going. So that's what happened last year. So this year it's like, okay, well, we can't have zombies because the end of days didn't happen. Right. If we do Krampus again? That's just gonna be boring. So what are we Krampus gonna do? Krampus was time? last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this year it's the ultimate. Con- it's the ultimate conspiracy. The Christmas conspiracy.
0: Oh wow.
3: Okay, this one is centered around a. I think it's. I can't remember if it's a opera or a play, but it's the. Um, the the it's called the Magic Flute. So yeah, that, know, those, it's an opera. That's Okay, I thought, it, I thought it was an opera, but I wasn't 100% sure. But was like, it's an opera called The Magic Flute. Mm-hmm. And for some people who are a little savvy with some conspiracy theories, they may have noted that there are some Masonic symbolism in that opera. Like, mm-hmm. you, you can notice yep. there, there is actual things people point at going, like, this is Masonic stuff because the person who wrote it right. was a Freemason.
0: Was a Mason, right.
3: And this kind of tends through history. This kind of tends to be something that happens with people who are Freemasons, where it's like they kind of include yeah. some of the symbolism. Look now, at the
0: dollar bill. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Just look at your one dollar bill in the the United States. You know, a lot of our founding fathers were Freemasons. So, now, depending on where you sit on the conspiracy bandwagon, and, again, this is a secret world. A lot of things, you know, a lot of things in in the game, it's like, yeah, this is totally true. But depending on where you sit on this is, you know, how far it goes. But in this, it's pretty much the Phoenicians, who are pretty much, aside from the filth, just being horribly bad, corrupting, and evil, the Phoenicians are like mercenaries who are like, as long as we're getting paid, we don't care. So they're kind of our... They're kind of our, like, a face, you know, an actual, like, human bad guy for at Mm -hmm. least the the Illuminati, the Templars, and the Dragon that the players get to play as. Mm -hmm. Like, so far, we haven't really had, like, as you know, terribly good interactions with the Phoenicians. I mean, there's a couple odd exceptions, but like as a whole, we don't really get along with them. Yeah. Well, the Phoenicians
1: was are trying to say, all, we, all we do is raid Don Oh, different Phoenicians. Different Phoenicians, <laughs> <sorry.
3: laughs> darling. Happen to be in Phoenix. Sorry. They're
0: upset with our large amount of AIE here. That's all.
3: <laughs> But um, pretty much what it is is you're going to be investigating some of the the truths behind that as you go and raid the tomb of St. Nicholas um, when you go out to to Venice. Mm-hmm. but before you go there um, you have a contact who, who gets a hold of you saying like hey I'm you know I want to talk to you with you about some information because I was talking with someone else and they said that, that you're trustworthy but you know I you know I want to talk to you as soon as possible but I can't right now cause I've gotta go and and you know, perform in a production, and you know, you you've got like a special seat in the Avalon Theater, and pretty much you get to start. You know, you get to see the you know the curtain rise as the magic flute starts, or at least a you know an in-game version of it. When the Phoenicians show up, of course, and so you you go to stop them, and then it's like, okay, I need to look more into this because you do find out some notes of like what they're looking for. They're looking for like this special. Um, kind of holy oil and and some poison uh, there. But so you're trying to find out, okay, what, what is it exactly they're trying to get out of this? Because this is the secret world. You know, things that legendarily are magical actually are, are magic. Magical, right? So it's like, you know, or at least they're very likely to be. So you go to Venice and you go through some of the, the the tunnels there to go, you know, investigate um, St. Nicholas's uh, tomb. Uh, when you get there, you take this flute that you picked up from your, well, now dead contact and some sheet music, and you stand on this circle with like a Masonic icon on there, and pretty much if you play certain six-noted tunes on there, well, six to however many tunes on the flute, you make certain things happen at these particular spots. Like you'll learn some songs like how to make certain locked doors open or how to silence whispers or summon flames or or have water um, water quench the flames or how to make um, a magical moving Mm -hmm. statue retreat or advance. And you get to put all that together in this one massive chain puzzle later on, where it's like, okay, we got to put all this together as we try to, as you're trying to defeat the um, the Queen of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, when you finally get past all that, you get to the chamber where the actual body of Saint Nicholas <gasps> is buried, and the Phoenicians mm-hmm. are there. Of course, they are. You gotta chase them off, and then after you get a whole bunch of mooks gone, a rather familiar Phoenician that we've met, at least if you recall from when, like, if you've been playing with the current storyline on your way, on the quest stories that lead into Kaiden, there's a particular Phoenician agent that you meet, and she comes back. And so it's like, oh, it's her again! You get to do battle with her until finally she retreats, because she's not throwing her life away. After scaring her off, uh, you get to collect the stuff that they were trying to uh, that the the agents were trying to um, get themselves and then you see the ghost of Saint Nicholas go over and and tend to the body of the original person that you're previous contact said hey my friend you know recommended you you get to talk um, you find out that the, the their friend had had died there in the in the tomb as well and the ghost of st Nicholas comes and takes the body away and it's totally gone and it's like whoa cool. so, so pretty much what we get to do from, when every time you finish this mission which is about a 18-hour cooldown so roughly once a day um, you'll get a uh, a loot package that can help you build the uh, wassailer outfit. Now there's two versions of it that you can get so it's kind of random which pieces you get of it. But there is a black version of it or um, there is um, there's three others but technically your character can only get one version of the three others, which is the faction-colored version of it. Mm-hmm. So, for your Illuminati characters, you'll get a blue-themed one. For your Templars, you can get a nice red, Christmassy-looking one. Ooh. And for the dragon, you can get a nice green, Christmassy-looking one. So, you know that's that's the fun things there. Or, you know, you can get the black stuff, which is you know the night, pretty much the. A lot of events they do here. They'll they'll do the faction color version of it, and then like the black version of it. So it's like you know, pretty much the black is the here's your, your neutral fault. for everyone.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But on top of that, we get replays of a lot of the previous events. So you can go fight the big um, zombie Ma- Mayan zombie in Zabalba. You can still fight the Krampus and Hell. You know. around everywhere every Christmas cons- uh, conspiracy and you know get another piece of, of that um, if RNG is not your friend they have added something that was introduced with a previous the previous Halloween event where they have some lock boxes that give additional like chances at loot there's an individual box that pretty much goes here you know it, it counts as if you completed you know the Christmas conspiracy. Question and got like another one of those random bags so you can open it and get another piece or there's like a mega bag where and I think this is one of the better things that certain free to play games do at least for their lock ish kind of things where it's, it's a super bag that it gives you a random piece just like normal but it also gives like a certain number of people surrounding you random things as well so it kind of promotes the hey I'm being nice and giving these things to some people and others are like wow that was so cool Hey, I want to do that too. And so it kind of helps promote the, hey, let's all right. help give each other a bunch of things. In fact, like in Agartha, the, the main hub area, there's usually like a huge huddle of people trying to like pick up some of those things. Um, because the the other reason for why you'd want to buy it is if you have at least 10 people benefit from your gifting – um, it will unlock an exclusive dance move for Ooh. your character. Which um, for Halloween it was the Thriller dance.
1: I forgot about all the. Da- that's the piece that uh, always escapes me about Secret World is I forgot that they have all the custom animations and the things you can unlock and collect, and that's that's another thing that makes it kind of
0: awesome.
3: Yep. So like I was <coughs> watching video they. Could kind of see like you know my character you know is doing the thriller dance, um, but the oh my most, gosh! Yep. But for the most recent one, um, I think it is single ladies. Is oh no, God! So that's awesome. So again, for the video people watching, you can see like you know your character can do the single ladies dance. So you know, <laughs> yep, she's doing Uh-oh. it. <laughs> and so it's a it's a nice loop there. But, um, for again, for the video people, I'll show, like, the... I'm about to, you know, as I continue talking, you know, answering some questions and talking about more stuff, I'm going to show some of the, the, at least the intro thing involving with the play. Um, so, do you have any other questions you have about the the game and how things are going?
0: I think we're pretty good. Do you have any, Ted?
1: I, I don't. It's just every time we have you on, I want to load the game back up and, and get caught up and see where I am in the in the game, so... Um, we may need to set some time aside and get our characters caught up.
3: Oh, definitely a nice thing that also got added in for, at least for anyone who has, who's been, like, top-end progression and, like, has been busy with other games. I mean, there's been a quite notable game that recently had an expansion that a lot of people found popular. But um, you know, there's uh, what recently came out with issue 10 was the Nightmare Zone in Kaiden. Now, a Nightmare Zone exists in all the different maps, but it's pretty much these are elite monsters that when you kill them, they'll drop the Signets, which are um, little things you can attach to top end gear that help tweak certain ability, you know, certain actions with certain abilities. So it's not exactly like, you know, it's like burst abilities get a bonus or sword abilities get a bonus. So instead of like this specific action, you know, within swords. Uh, so they now have a nightmare zone in Kaiden it's out with the the docks and they have a whole bunch of dual shield monsters you can go fight so you can you know run the whole gambit of all the different you know here's all the things i've unlocked and can do so you know now i can go practice those and harvest some signets to you know upgrade for my gear and instead of going to some of the uh, some of the things that've gotten a little bit more stale you know for from older maps so that that's a nice thing that has been added in there and it's I've I've been liking it quite a bit. Plus there's also a fun side mission you can go there that involves a um a captain who like a captain's hat that's left there, and it's like, well I wonder whose whose it is, and you're trying to go find the captain and eventually you do, and it's like, well, I, I guess here's your hat. <laughs> right. I don't know. But other than that, I th- think that's Pretty much it. On the horizon, there should be, I believe, a dungeon, a layer, and uh, possibly a raid coming up uh, for for the Japan content.
1: And remind me again the the difference between the dungeon and the layer. I know the, the dungeon, and the raid, are pretty you know self-explanatory. Oh, yeah. well, but what's okay. the layer?
3: Yeah. Well, for dungeon raid, I'll go into that because. You know, there's some people. You know, there's certain games that we all play in AIE. Or if you're new to this podcast, you know, it's like, well, what is, what is this? Okay, but you know, Dungeons and Raid is pretty much magnitude. A dungeon is a instance thing of content where generally your normal party size that Im- that traditionally involves a tank, a healer, and the rest of damage dealers, go in and clear out a whole bunch of bosses. A raid is pretty much you have a higher magnitude, so there's more people involved for bigger, nastier bosses, but, you know, it's more people working together for similar content. Um, For those familiar with World of Warcraft, the two raids that exist in the secret world, have roughly Nixia style dungeons where it's mm-hmm. like there's hardly or no trash at all as you go to a single boss, fight them arena-style, do a whole bunch of mechanics, and then get the loot. Um, gotcha. The layers are effectively for the more casual... It, it, they, they aim this more towards the more casual player, but it's more of like an open world um, dungeon. So instead of it being instance where it's it's just you and your party, other people can show up. Similar if again, if you've played um, EverQuest or some of the older MMOs where old dungeons were, okay everyone's got to wait in line and take their turn because you literally were sharing the same space. That's about how layers work, where it's like open instanced um, dungeon kind of content. Where you know other right. people you know, you can bring other people there are either within your group or just like hangers on where like, you know, people can just pass by and go, oh, there's some people there, I'll I'll help out. Pile on and help, yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, the exception though is if you're ever doing any of the late, because what happens is you fight monsters there and do and do quests there to get these summoning pieces to summon bosses in these places. Uh, the first tier is bosses that can only be summoned on that particular map. Then the Mm -hmm. second tier is is from defeating those bosses, they drop pieces for a higher boss that is pretty much a boss for the region. So um, there's one for Solomon Island, one for Egypt, and one for Transylvania. And each of those has a specific summoning location to get them. Because the previous tier, they'll have like three to four summoning circles, so the environment's a little different, but not totally like, this is the best spot. It's more of a, uh, I kind of want to fight him here today instead of there today. Mm-hmm. Um, so the higher instant stuff, what those do is um, the party of people of who are, who starts the summon, those are the only people who can actually interact with that one because that tier is actually supposed to be a little tougher. But then those bosses drop pieces so you can do the layer raid boss who is similar to the New York City raid, but like model wise it's a familiar creature, but mechanics wise it's like oh there's all these things to take care of and watch out and whoa, whoa, whoa what you know here comes these things so that that's out. how that, that's how layers work okay
1: cool very cool awesome all right and are you guys doing anything with it with a i e in uh the secret world are you guys doing any um, special events upcoming or anything? Or is it just, uh, y- you know, if somebody new joins in, how do they find you in the Secret World to know how to join up? All
3: right. Well, a couple ways to to join up is we'll, um, similar to some of the other divisions, Secret World, we do a trial invite system. So mm-hmm. pretty much, like, we we will invite you into the Cabal with limited privileges, so that you can enjoy, you know, get in and, and experience the Alea Ayakta s um, gaming community to see if, you know, we're a fit for you. Um, after a month, if you haven't actually gone through a normal um, filling out the application, which is... You know, a minute and you're done. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, if you know, filling that out pretty much gives you all the rest of the perks and and awesomeness that's part of the the community. Like you know, we we run a a month long thing for that, where it's like, okay, you've got about a month to see if you know if we're a fit for you or you know you're a fit for us and things like that. And you know, there's. No pressure on it. It's like, okay, you're you're in. You're you're in the the chat channels. You're in a cabal, you know. You have you, know, you can participate in, in particular exclusive events that we do with that. But you know that's the the easy way there. But you know you, you apply in our you go to our umami site, fill out the application. That's how you get in. You know fully and officially. Um, we do have some regular things that we try to get done. Um, Sundays around this time is normally when we try to set aside for like the the dungeon progression nights for like the five man dungeons, and this can be either the low end dungeons because we're not going like you've got to be the max level people, but like you know that is welcome as well. But like if there's lower level people or it's like hey I I've, I've never been able to get into this dungeon, it's hard to find a group, it's like that's good you know Sunday nights are a good night to log on and. See about getting into a group, you know, especially joining into our our merged cabal channel that lets um, Templars, Illuminati, and Dragon players all chat together. Because normally Perfect. a cabal is faction exclusive, so only right. Illuminati or only Dragon. But we use a merged chat channel so that we can all chat with each other and, and coordinate things. Of course, partying up is not exclusive. It's just the cabals are exclusive, which is right. a little weird, but it, it it fits with the lore of the game. Yeah. Um, Wednesdays is when we try to do layer content. So, like if you're wanting to try some of that, you know, the more casual endgame stuff, Wednesday nights a great time to to log in for that. Um, another thing that can happen that you are that our cabal has been invited to try out later on in the evening after when we usually do our layer stuff is another community, you know. Kind of has like you know open good standing where it's like hey if you guys want to try out the New York City raid which is kind of upper end tier content with what's going on now, um, people can interact with them and sign up with with them to to try out that content. Um, Mondays is a general progression night, and this is kind of the big grab bag wild card night, where it's like, whoever logs in kind of dictates what happens, at least my my default, stat, you know, standing on it is like, you know, I show up and, you know, find out who's all there, and it's like, hey, what do you guys want to do? So if you're, like, trying to get through a tough quest, we can help you with that. Again, if you want to do more dungeon content because you like, missed Sunday or something like that, we can do that as well. But like, it's, it's kind of a grab bag, let's see what people want to do and try as many things.
0: Very cool. Wonderful. Well, I think that is about it for our show tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Rado so much for joining us. So, Rado, if people need to find you, what's the best place for them to do that?
3: Um, one of the nice places to check out what I, you know, chat about or like to discuss or things like that, you can follow me um, at Radozato on Twitter. Um, another possible location is there is a Facebook group for our, you know, the AIE in the secret world, and that's where we'll post like if there's anything new or in particular that's going to be coming up. That's a good place where that, you know, that kind of information gets shared. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're looking for, you know, if you're kind of liking Facebook quite a bit, and you, you know, it's a nice way to, to get that information out there while you're, you know, checking in with your other friends and things like that.
0: Right. Great. Um, is that just going to be just look up AIE in Secret World, or what's the easiest place to find that in, on on the Facebooks?
3: B. Let me check that exactly. One moment. Um but while well, while well, I'm checking that. But um also there is a blog that I occasionally write for called Across the Board Games and they write a lot of opinion and review stuff about a lot of a lot of indie and popular like new games that are coming out nowadays. Uh in particular they have like a lot of, you know, things that are I'd say like that are worth your time kind of games that that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um but for uh, if you're looking for it on, like, the, the group on Facebook, it would be AIE colon TSW is what you want to search for. And if you're seeing the, the Alea yocta S logo with some dossiers, you pretty much have found, you know, the right place. Perfect.
0: Well, thanks so much for that information.
1: All right, and if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at at aiepodcast. For our regular hosts, Aludra is at aludra underscore aie, McCullough is at cyberwave, and Tatsumi is at ivorytiger. We record live with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website at the Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website keyswithsoul.com.
0: And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments that we received this week or this case one segment because of the holidays we're happy to give you guys this week an a i e u next week we'll be talking about um someone in some game we're not sure yet we're still trying to get it all scheduled so until then a i e this is macalla
1: this is tetsumi and this has been the a i e podcast <laughs>
2: Hello everyone, this is Turbo with all your news for AIEU and EVE. This happens to be the last this week in AIEU for 2014. In just a few highlights, we've had great battles from Pandemic Legion, AAA, Providence. We've moved into catch, and we've had a lot of fun doing all of it. We've seen sovereignty come and go. We've seen sovereignty be took, and we've took it back. So far, it's been a great year. For anyone that's not read their email yet, we have moved to GJO. This is a new system several jumps away from our old old home of QETZ. But luckily, it is only two jumps away from the main base of GE Tech. That is if you count the jump bridge. Hoots also wanted to remind everybody that there is only a few days left in the December Plex contest. And the AIEU member with the best lost mail gets one plex. So make sure you submit those to Hoots, Stupid Genius, or like Therasonzo so that they get counted. Finally, in corporation news, as a Christmas present, Hoots has gave us a tax-free zone until January 2nd. So enjoy all your ratting tax-free. And with that ends This Week in AIEU for 2014. You can learn more about us on our wiki on the My Actual Life Forum, and you can follow me at TurboAddiction on Twitter. Keep your eyes out for the Capstable CSM10 candidate interviews coming out in the next couple weeks, so you can learn about all the new candidates and why it is so important to vote. Remember citizens in New Eden, stay classy, Nerf diplomacy, and buff war.